For me, I, th- I think it's, it's really the passion for what I do. I love to inspire others and to teach. And so if I get to do that every day, I'm very happy. This is the Maker Views Podcast. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, everybody? I'm Scott Matson, and this is Maker Views. This is the Maker Views podcast. Welcome to the show. Why do you do what you do? That's the question I ask Pete at the top of the show there. But for you, what, what drives you? What gets you out of bed each day? Send your responses to scott at makerviews.com for a chance to get that featured on an upcoming episode. I'm super stoked for this episode. I've got Pete Sven out of Bozeman, Montana, another Montana maker on the show. Pete works under the name DIY Pete, DIY as in do-it-yourself, and he's creating a lot of uh, great DIY woodworking, concrete, metalworking uh, video tutorials. They're all accompanied by blog posts with project plans, just a lot of really awesome content for makers. Pete shares very sound advice to to the hobbyist makers, those of you making things just on the weekends for fun, um, but also for full-time content creators. I put together full show notes on makerviews.com for this episode. There's some behind-the-scenes photos and even a special deal for you listeners. I'll talk more at the end here. Stick around, check it out. Let's dive right in. Yeah, so I'm dialed in here from Missoula, and I've got Pete Sven, DIY Pete, out in Bozeman on the other end. Um, Pete, for the listeners, if you wouldn't mind just sharing a bit of your background, who you are and what you do. Yeah, well, first off, Scott, thanks so much for having me on. I'm excited. And um, yeah, so I have a website. It's called DIY Projects with Pete. It includes woodworking, um, metalworking, a lot of concrete. Uh, projects that I do. And um, so I try and share some of the things that I've learned as an average DIYer with other people by documenting the projects and hoping that they in, at least inspire somebody to pick up a tool or to get started on a new project. And uh, yeah, so that's one of the things that I do. Um, and uh, I really enjoyed it over the years. What What initially drew you into this? Do you have like uh, a person or an individual that maybe inspired you or what, what brought you here? Well, I, I would say getting me into the DIY niche on, on, as, as a website online. Um, you know, I, I always grew up messing around and, and, and uh, tinkering with things out in my dad's shop. And so he kind of inspired me to, I guess, get into just woodworking and some of the basic projects that I still do today. And then, you know, I guess in about 2010, I was interested in doing business, starting a business online. And so I had another website as well um, that I did for a number of years and I still do that. But I wanted to kind of pursue more of a hands-on approach where I started another niche website where I was using my hands and kind of showing something that's a huge passion of mine, which is, you know, DIY projects. And so um, one of my buddies, actually, Antonio Centeno, he has a website called Real Men Real Style. He does a lot of online stuff as well. And he kind of inspired me to, um, you know, he gave me a 
just the inspiration to get started and and uh, you know try sh- teaching some of my woodworking skills to other people. That's great. That's really awesome. Yeah, I've, I'm definitely familiar with his content. Um, I I think we talked one time and you said that uh, Anna White was a decent inspiration in the beginning too. Is that right? She was. Yeah. In fact, um, you know, when I was first getting started, there were a number of projects that I found on her website that really showed me some of the basics. And I remember coming across the Craig jig from her website back in the day and uh, just thinking how cool that was. It's kind of like a tool that creates instant gratification. You know, you can all of a sudden two bo- have two boards connected in, in no time flat. And, um, but no, Anna White, she has just an amazing, you know, number of projects or projects on her site and, and uh, things to build. So she kind of, she, she definitely played a big role in getting me started and seeing that, Hey, uh, you know, other people are sharing what they're doing online and, and, um, you know, having, they're having fun with it. They're inspiring other people and they're able to, you know, make a living out of it. And so she, uh, was somebody that I've looked up to for a long time. I think, uh, is, doesn't she have a show now too? Like, a um, Alaskan cabin. Yeah, I think so. You know, all those Anna White and the Shanty Two Chic gals and uh, just so many creators that I've followed for years. It seems like one after after another keeps picking up different shows with HGTV and and the DIY network. And I think it's really cool. Yeah. Well, you're... You're right on their heels, man. You're going to be right behind them. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, it's 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 super fun. Especially, yeah, with all the home improvement uh, projects. If kind of speak to that, what's what have you been? You got a, a new place in Bozeman, and you've been diving in deep on that, right? Yeah. So last year, I ended up uh, buying a home out in the country that needed a lot of work on ten acres, and my goal really was to live out in the country someday and to have some space to just, you know, relax a little bit and not be in the the downtown mix of things. And so the home was definitely older um, and it's it was built in 1979. So I've kind of, you know, taken it apart down to the studs and now I'm putting it back together and documenting a lot of the projects that I'm working on in the house. And uh, so it's, it's been fun. I've learned a lot. You know, I didn't know how to build cabinets before. And that's something I, I dove into. And I, I've put in flooring and done all the a lot of the drywall and texturing. And uh, so, yeah, it's, you know, renovations, as I'm learning, are a lot, a lot of work. But it's so rewarding because I'm getting exactly what I want in in the long run. And I know that, I mean, you've done some renovating, I'm sure, Scott. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot of work, but I think it pays off in the end. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely does. I, I know that, that feeling of gratification and even, even something as simple as, you know, kind of more so what I've done is like making us a coffee table or any, any of that, that you make for yourself, for your own home is super gratifying. Mm-hmm. And it's also something where, I mean, yeah, you get exactly what you want, you save money and you learn a new skill too. And I think sometimes it's, it can get overwhelming, you know, when you have all these projects or renovations on the list. And so just kind of breaking it down, um, you know, into one thing at a time has made it do much more doable for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, so on the MakerViews website, I, 
featuring in the Mini Views series, and we did feature Pete. He was actually the the first one to be on there, and um, that's that's something that really stands out with your responses to that the Mini Views, which is just two questions, and um, you know your step by step process. And I know that you really promote that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just, <laughs> I mean, even for me, things get overwhelming. Like my house, there's, it just seems like there's so many darn projects. But doing, you know, one thing here and one thing there and crossing it off the list and realizing, you know, someday this thing's going to be done. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. I think that can kind of bleed out into a, or, you know, translate into a lot of other things beyond just this. It's a good life, life skill to have. And, to keep from getting overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'd, ag- I'd agree with you. Yeah. So Pete, I've got kind of a two-parter here. Um, part one being what, you know, besides the step-by-step um, process that you you really promote, what would another piece of advice for folks tackling different projects uh, be? What would you advise them? Well, I think one of the first things that I would, uh, you know, recommend is really to, do your research. You know, all of these projects require different tools, maybe a different skill level. Um, And so take your time, figure out, okay, these are the tools I do have. These are what I don't, you know, I don't want you to go out and buy all these expensive new tools um, for a project that you, or that you, you know, maybe if you're never going to use those tools again. So um, figure out what you have already and, then you can kind of go from there and, and take a look at some of the projects, you know, on all over Pinterest and, and house.com or wherever you find them and, and be like, okay, this is what I have. This is what I can accomplish. And then as you, you know, progress and you learn some new skills with your starter project or, you know, whatever level you're at, then you can be like, okay, now I'm ready for the next. Now I can go out and maybe get one more tool that's going to help me do this next project. So kind of doing a little bit of research and figuring out what you really have and uh, what that's going to allow you to be able to make. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome advice. Honestly, it, uh, that can be super daunting when you're first getting into this, the, you know, the price tags on these tools. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, everything adds up. And uh, I mean, to be honest, when I was just getting started, I was on Craigslist all the time buying used tools. I was, you know, calling my brother or I, I would go over to my father's house and, and borrow some of his stuff. So I mean, you don't have to, you know, go out and buy all those expensive tools right away. There's there's other ways to be able to get them or to use them temporarily for sure. Right. Yeah. I know that uh there's definitely yeah, absolutely no shame in in borrowing or especially yeah, when you're starting out. I know that Missoula has a uh like a tool share. It's called the Missoula Urban Development Project. Do you guys have anything like that in Bozeman? It's so it's kind of like a tool library. Sounds like exactly. you can Yeah. Right. Mountain. You know, I um, I've I know that my brother has used it in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, I don't know if we do yet. We do have a maker space, which um, they actually just got a new space for here in the last couple months, and I definitely want to get get out there and check that out and meet some of the makers there. Um, but I'm not sure if you can borrow yet in Bozeman or if we have something like that. I'll have to look into it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize the makerspace too. That's cool. It's another good excuse for me to head that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Check it yeah, out. Man. Awesome. Yeah. So part two of this being 
what advice to uh, what have maybe what have you learned along the way on the content production side of things or what advice for folks like yourself putting tutorials and videos out would you have? Uh, there's, you know, there's so many things I I've learned from creating content, especially in the DIY industry. And, um, you know, number one, it is a, it is a lot of work. Um, and so if you're, I'm, you know, if you're creating already, you've, I'm sure you've found that out. Or if you're just getting started, just, you know, plan on, on, uh, spending a lot of time editing and getting things up there. But I think the most important thing is really, um, to have a reason, uh, you know, a why to do what you do. Um, and f- for me, ultimately, it's that I love to teach and inspire and then see people who have built the projects. That's kind of what keeps me ticking. And if I was doing it, you know, if, if I didn't have a reason like that, I would get so burned out. And, um, you know, I, I think that... <laughs> I, I wouldn't last as long. And so definitely have a reason. And then another thing is just, you know, be as consistent as possible uh, as far as getting out new content and always remind people who, uh, you know, who maybe subscribe to you, uh, you know, get them on an email list or, or just um, constantly you need to remind these people uh, that you have new things coming out because, you know, like, I have a website, but you might come to it one day and then all of a sudden you don't think to come to it for two, three weeks. Whereas if I um, get you on my email list and am able to, or am able to somehow keep in touch with you, then I can, you know, let you know, Hey, something's new. And then you can be like, okay, I've got to come check out this website, see what's new. And um, so, yeah, just kind of, you got to kind of remind everybody of what you're doing and make sure that you have consistency so that people do know to come back on a continuous basis if you're not reminding them. Yeah, that's super sound advice there. I know that email as a as a marketing medium platform tool is uh, it's it's super unique. It's just uh, it's really personal. And um, I know for yourself, you built up an awesome following. And what what tool is uh, are you on ConvertKit or what? what yeah, you know? I've I've kind of meandered through a lot of different programs, and I do currently use ConvertKit, and so that manages my emails. Uh, all my emails and um, yeah, that's what I'm using. Awesome. What's, uh, what's your favorite social, social network and, and how do you use it? You know, whether it's Instagram or um, yeah, what's the favorite and how do you use it to your advantage? Yeah. So YouTube's definitely my favorite um, just because I feel like the visualization is so important and that's the way I'm able to teach and really kind of build an in-person relationship with my audience members. Because most of them, they're coming because they need kind of a little extra handholding and just being able to see, okay, here's how you put one board um, and connect it to the next, or you know, here's that process, and and so YouTube's been big for me. Uh, Instagram is something that I really love, and I'm not great at it, but I know some woodworkers and makers who really are, and I know it's been a powerful platform for them. Um, you know, Facebook I do use. Uh, Twitter's not so big, I don't think, for makers, uh, just because it's it's less visualization. But yeah, I, I'd say kind of the more visual things, including Instagram and, and YouTube for me. Yeah, that makes total sense coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, 
kind of along those same lines, what's one of these tools and not like a necessarily a woodworking tool, maybe even the notes app on your phone or Gmail as a tool. What's one tool you couldn't run your business without? Uh, gosh, that's a really good question. I, you know, I, I think Google SketchUp is really important for me because basically when every project is documented, along come the plans. And so, you know, Google SketchUp, it's it's a free tool and it's it's just uh, so easy to be able to, you know, show show the lengths of each board, the widths, and then the entire process from A to Z on how a project can goes uh, goes together. So yeah, that's been a pretty, pretty amazing tool to use. Yeah, that's great. I know that with SketchUp, there's kind of a learning curve at first, but of course with that, there's great content that other folks have put out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, Scott, I, I know you have a little experience with, with uh, Google SketchUp too. So <laughs> yeah, you kind of know firsthand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Scott, I, Scott, you helped me out obviously for the, you know, uh, about a year and a half in, in helping my business when I was, uh, kind of getting, getting rolling in the first couple of years. So yeah, it was fun to get to work with you and, and now to see you doing a podcast and interviewing makers and, you know, kind of following your passion. I think it's awesome. Right. Well, thanks, man. That's, yeah, that's honestly awesome. And you, I'm grateful for everything I learned working with you. It, uh, it's set me up to, you're a really aspirational guy and you've, you've always, you've kind of uh, encouraged others to pursue, pursue their passions and that. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what's, what's on the roadmap? What's next? Where's, uh, what's the growth for you look like? Yeah. So gosh, what's next? Um, so I just hit 200,000 subscribers, uh, this morning, which was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks. And Put a sound effect in here, little clap, <laughs> <Ba-boom>. <laughs> and and so that's that's really cool. I'm really trying to you know continue to build my YouTube channel and then to work on some uh, uh, so, some resources for makers uh, that I can actually um, you know be able to get to some of my subscribers to help them out. Um, eBooks and and kind of some course related things and just some things that would be helpful for my for my readers and subscribers. And um, additionally, I love to travel. Last year I did an 8,000 mile road trip around the United States and met with a lot of uh, makers around the country and did some projects here and there. And so one of my aspirations is to do that more on an international scale and to travel over to Norway and over to a few different places in Europe and to do some projects and meet some other makers there. So I think that would be really fun. And it's definitely a goal of mine that I hope I can make happen. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great to go over there. I know that that I, f- I forgot that that was last year you did that uh, that tour. Yeah. Came through Missoula, saw your trailer. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. super fun. Yeah. You, uh, who'd you collaborate with along the way? I know you met up with Derek Bantholtz in Austin, Texas, uh, founder of Beard Brand. And mm-hmm. yep, uh, met up with Eric, and I met up with a uh, a guy named Patrick Kamen, who was sailing from Alaska down to 
I believe it was Chile, and I, I helped him put a solar panel on his boat up in up by Seattle, which was really fun. Um, I was down in San Diego and did a project with a um, not necessarily a maker, but a online influencer named Pat Flynn. And then an, another uh, really fun one was in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, with Brad Rodriguez from Fix This, Build That. And oh, that's uh, great. Yeah. yeah, and and we actually held a meetup there, and a lot of makers and woodworkers came out, and we just had a blast talking about what we're all passionate about and learning about, you know, what everybody's making. So it was, it was really really neat. That's awesome. Yeah, I know that uh, you got some cool collaborative video content uh, out of the deal, and I, yeah, I. I hope that you do pursue the the Norway tour and then going across Europe. That uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. It'd, it'd just be something new and exciting, and a way to travel. You know, way to travel and to to kind of get some a little work done when I'm when I'm doing that. What? Uh, just one last question here, Pete, before we dive into kind of a lightning round, rapid fire. Just a few questions there, but what is uh, what's the biggest risk you've ever taken along the way? The biggest risk I've ever taken along the way. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest risk for for me, as far as my DIY projects website, was just deciding to put out my projects to the world. And it was it was really scary because you know I didn't know how people would respond and. It's not like I'm the expert of woodworking. I mean, I, that is a, a far, far <laughs> dream. I'm just an average DIYer who has kind of uh, learned along the way. And maybe I've done a few more projects than your average DIYer. Um, but it really was just, you know, putting my putting my uh, projects out there and, and seeing, um, you know, how people would respond to it and... Um, you know, I, pu- I put a lot of time into recording some of the initial videos and doing voiceovers and plans. And, you know, I, I remember for the longest time, my parents were kind of like, so what is this website about? You know, <laughs> and, uh, and you're spending all your time on this. And, you know, like, anyways, it was just, it was kind of, it was challenging. And, but, you know, after a few projects, were up and I started getting positive responses from people. I built some confidence and it really kind of helped me kind of keep the ball rolling. And so just, just, I think initially getting started was kind of a a risk for me. I I didn't know if it was going to work out and if I was going to be able to kind of put more time into it and turn it into a business. And turns out that it was a good risk for me to take. Absolutely. Yeah, I know that <clears throat> I know that plenty of folks, myself included, are glad that you you took that leap, man. <laughs> Thanks. I That's I am great. too. It's just it's really cool to to you know, I mean, all the people that we've met and I, I mean I wouldn't have met you if I wasn't a maker um and had the website. So it's pretty pretty darn cool. Yeah, it's it's an amazing community. It uh it really is. Sweet. Let's hop into uh, kind of a rapid fire lightning round. Just a few questions, if that's all right. Absolutely. Let's do it. Nice. Number one, what's your favorite book? 
My favorite book is, I would say, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I've always thought a lot of him, and uh, it's one of Warren Buffett's favorite books. And I think uh, I think we all got to be nice and help other people out. And uh, so it's definitely one I recommend. Absolutely. Classic. Mm-hmm. Who is your biggest inspiration? My biggest inspiration would be my parents. Um, they just taught me values and, you know, how to, how to live and, and, uh, engage with other people. And I, I couldn't be more thankful for them. They're why I'm here. And so definitely my parents. Couldn't agree more, man. It's, uh, <laughs> parents, <laughs> parents are cool people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. For sure. Um, what, uh, what drives you? What gets you up out of bed each morning? For me, I, th- I think it's, it's really the passion for what I do. I love to inspire others and to teach. And so if I get to do that every day, I'm very happy. Uh, also books and watching YouTube videos and, um, listening to podcasts are huge and they definitely keep me motivated because I, I, I need that constant, constant motivation. And so listening to audiobooks, reading and podcasts are perfect. Absolutely. That's awesome. And the last one, if you could choose one, would it be beer, wine, liquor, or none? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I would say beer. I, I like to have a, a nice cold beverage every now and then and um, head down to a, a fun brewery with, brewery with friends and family. So definitely a cold beer. I've got... Uh, on my desk here, Faceplant from Byron Brewery. Actually, it's kind of a wild name, Faceplant. Oh, nice! Yeah, I've had, I've definitely had Byron beer before. <laughs> yeah, really authentic German. Uh, Michelle, my wife, as you know, of course, is from Frankfurt, Germany, and it's she said it's like the closest thing to authentic we can get around here. So, oh, that's cool, awesome! I'll have to try it sometime. I'm up there. Well, sweet man, I really, really appreciate you coming on the show here, Pete. I know that. Um, what you shared will provide a lot of great value for the listeners. Is there, uh, where, where's the best place to find you? Obviously you, you said YouTube is, is kind of your jam. What else? Where else? Yes. Um, so the YouTube channel is youtube.com slash DIY projects with Pete. And then my website is diypete.com. And, um, you know, if you have any questions or anything that maybe I could, you know, provide a little insight, uh, for, let me know. Um, my email address is Pete at diypete.com. Great. That's awesome. Cheers, man. Hey, cheers. And that's a wrap. Thanks so much for tuning in and checking this show out. I hope you guys liked that episode. I, I hope that it inspires you to, uh, to take action and get out there. And again, just, just take everything one step at a time and, um, just don't overwhelm. So I promised at the top that if you hang around, I've got a special deal for you. And I do. Here it is. ConvertKit. We mentioned it earlier. Pete is using that as his email client email tool right now. And I know we didn't dive deep into it, um, but that's it's started by a content creator. So it's by makers for makers. And it really is a solid tool with a lot of features. They normally offer a 14-day free trial, but I've got double the length, one free month if you go to makerviews.com slash convert kit. 
all one word, ConvertKit. It's one of those tools that once you get into the trial and you start using the different features, messing around, creating your different campaigns, it really sells itself. You're not going to want to let it go. So check it out. Makerviews.com slash ConvertKit. And I also want to call out that the music in this episode is not made by yours truly. I am a musician. Um, But for this time, I opted to go with uh, musicformakers.com. Logan Nicholson, he puts out some great songs. You should check it out. And then obviously, DIYPete.com. Go check out all of his great content. Makerviews.com slash podcast. I'm going to have some, some show notes with all of his relevant links to his different platforms. Um, also noting the different makers, organizations, tools that he called out, his favorite book, some behind the scenes photos. Yeah, go look at the show notes. If you do like the Maker Views podcast here, subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, wherever else you get your podcasts and leave a review. Those reviews really do help out. Thanks so much for checking this out. Get out there and make things. <laughs>